0: All right. So I'm here with Jen today. I'm super excited to talk to her about her real estate journey and the things she's learned along the way. So Jen, first, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, Casey. It's nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Um, Well, I am Jennifer Baker. I go by Jen. And um, I have um, a resume of being a mom for the last 25 years, 23 years actually. And um, I've been homeschooling. I have seven kids. Um, I'm married to a wonderful man named Eric. And um, that's kind of been what I've been doing for the last, I I guess I've officially been homeschooling 19 years. I I counted it up actually just recently. So um, this last year though, I found found you and Brad's group, Invest Your Creator. And of took the bull by the horns and said, I think I'm going to make this work. So I figured out how to start a business while homeschooling and running my home and taking care of my kids. So here we are.
0: That's great. So seven kids and you've homeschooled all of them.
1: Yes, two are graduated now. So, um, but that doesn't mean they're any less work. <laughs> <laughs> right. In fact, sometimes they they just like to hang out with you and they want your time, which I love to give them my time. But you yes. think, oh, I'm I'm done. But no, you're not. Right. Anyone with adult children knows that you're not done. <laughs> That's so great that so, they want to hang out with you, though. I just love that. I love that. It love, is I'm blessed. Yeah. We, so our oldest is 23. And then so our, we have three girls in a row, 23 and 20, and then 17. Then we had um, twin boys. So those were our first boys. And we thought, oh, my goodness, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> we're kind of busy. <laughs> uh, they were born when we had a 13 month old. So that was tricky. Uh, but we made it through that. Gosh, if you can make it through that season of life, you can do any business. Right. Um, so a couple of years went by and we decided, we OK, we want more kids. So now we have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, so.
0: Yeah. So do you feel like in some ways your mothering journey and your journey as an educator has prepared you for being a real estate investor?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I couldn't exactly articulate what exactly is making it feel that way, but my whole life has been preparation for what I'm doing now. I would say most recently, in fact, I was talking about this with another friend in our group about uh, being relational and how that really um, has opened up doors for me, I think, in this business. And most recently in rehabs, you know, working with contractors and um, showing them appreciation while also leading them and telling them what I need from them. And um, just the ability to um, be relational has been something that has served me well Um, yeah, I think also just, I'm not super administrative, but I understand like order of events from an education perspective and how to scaffold things and, um, you know, just put one foot in front of the other, you know, the long-term view of, you know, we'll get there eventually just one foot in front of the other things like that. I think have, have served me well, um, specific to probably motherhood and
0: homeschooling. Yeah. Right, right. So my background, like yours, is in education. And so I often think about how being a teacher and mothering has prepared me in a lot of ways for the things that we run into in real estate, being resourceful and dealing oh, yes. with as they come. And it's just, you never know what's going to come up. There's always something new yep. and exciting in this business and something new to learn. So being kind of a lifelong learner, I think... absolutely is something that I've seen women come into this business and they do really well when they have that kind of background. So
1: that's yeah, learning new things is always super exhilarating to me. And that's, I think that was kind of my fuel behind why I got through the curriculum so quickly. And I was so excited to implement it. And um, the resourcefulness thing that you mentioned, I just have a little quick point about that. So you know, years ago, we were living on one income. I was homeschooling and staying with my kids, and we had to be super resourceful because we didn't have that much money. And um, one of the things I've learned to do really well is buy things used. So I'm doing this rehab actually right now, and, you know, all the new appliances, when you total it up, it's about $2,500 to outfit a brand new kitchen. And I, I've been able to get a really nice range and refrigerator and dishwasher all used for a fraction of the cost, paying my handyman to go pick it up just is less than the tax I would have paid at Home Depot. So um, for a fraction of the cost, I'm getting a whole kitchen outfitted with uh, appliances, things like that, that, you know, I attribute to having to do that for many years.
0: Yeah. So I know a hangout for a lot of women in this business is Dealing with contractors, oh, a big kind of block for some women are, are these contractors going to listen to me? They have kind of this perception in their head that, oh, you know, they're going to give a man a better price. Is that something that you've experienced now that you're rehabbing houses? Or how how have you, what's been your experience with that?
1: You know, I I think Brad's curriculum has actually helped me negotiate well. So I don't think that price thing has been a situation a problem for me because a lot of times I'll say, is that the least you would do? (laughs) And they're like, well, okay. And they drop it by a hundred dollars. In fact, last week I had a guy quote me $600 to demo a deck. And I said, um, I only have $150 budgeted for this.
0: So do you know anybody who might be willing to do it? Right. right. Like, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. The script work in the curriculum definitely gives you some confidence to, yeah, just, just, so, yeah. And and so a lot of the the contractor stuff. It's
1: been a little fake it till I make it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, I had a guy, you know, send me a picture of something. I was like, hmm, that doesn't seem quite right. So I just ask questions and try to glean and see if um, he knows what he's talking about when I don't know, and right. just be resourceful in the group and ask questions. But a lot of it's like herding cats sometimes with multiple contractors and who's going to be where. And I'm I'm great
0: at that. I've been doing that for twenty three years. <laughs> Yes, mothering definitely will prepare you for that, won't it? That's fantastic. So you live in Omaha, Nebraska, and you have bought three houses in the past year in three different states, correct? And none of those states are the state that you live in. So just kind of, you know, run me through what was your first deal Okay. Oh, now my dog's
1: barking real life back here. (laughs) Um, (coughs) So my first deal, I live in Omaha, which is on the border between uh, right next to Iowa. First deal was kind of local. It was in Glenwood, Iowa across the river in in an acreage about 45 minutes from my home. But you know, laws are all different, but I could go to that one, Um, which was kind of handy that that was my first one. Um, I bought that house sub two. um, So this was a pre foreclosure situation. And, um, a friend of mine, another homeschooling mom, I was telling her what I was doing and she's like, I want to be your first lender. And I was like, okay. So when I got this deal, I called her right up. So, um, that, that door opened up pretty easily for me. So she partnered with me to lend on it and I didn't have very much rehab, just kind of a light rehab. I would say it was about $10,000 just basic like painting and um new roof that sort of thing stuff i've kind of done in my own house so it was nothing i couldn't handle and then um yeah then we put it on the market with a realtor and um got got that that underlying mortgage paid off and i ended up netting eighty thousand dollars on the first deal and i owned it for exactly four months so i purchased it in october Yep. And not quite four months. So that's how long from start to finish that that took. And that was my first payday
0: was four months in. So that's awesome. So you got in and implemented the, the system and what Brad teaches. And in four months, you had your first payday.
1: Yes. And so that house was actually my fifth lead. So I started PPC marketing three weeks after I signed up. With the program. That's how fast I went through the curriculum. I was just eating it up. Uh, I was listening, I got earbuds in and I would go on a walk with my kids and listen to it. I could not stop listening. I just thought, this is too good to be true. (laughs) Anyways, um, I couldn't wait for my husband to do it with me. Like literally, I couldn't wait because he was too busy. So Mm -hmm. I just listened without him and got started without him, although I'm dragging him along now. Um, But yeah, anyway, got through the curriculum and got that first lead about exactly 1 month from the time I started to to that that deal so
0: yeah yeah that's fantastic and then your second deal which site was that in that was in north carolina so
1: and you know i i've done only 3 deals in the year that i've been in the program i could have done a lot more but i just i didn't need to financially it met the goal like we met our goal and i have obviously a full time job and it took some time to put some infrastructure in place so that I could continue to buy houses and um, and keep the business going. But the point is, uh, my second one then was in North Carolina, and it was a brand new house. The person had built it himself and was selling it to me 11 months later. So we didn't have a ton of equity in the house. Um, but we did a hybrid of sub two on this one. And some now, some later. Um, I I only about a $300,000 house. That's what I sold it for for ten grand out of pocket. Wow! So um, that's kind of a cool story to tell people who don't live in this world. They're like, "How did you do that?" Right. right. Follow, the <laughs> <laughs> follow the script. Follow the script. Follow the follow the script. Yeah. Like, well, actually, I, I had it for twenty five thousand was his walk away, but I couldn't get a lender. It was very low equity, and and you know, I don't think it was an appealing lending opportunity for someone to be in second position behind a two hundred twenty six thousand dollar mortgage. And that's how I learned that that's a thing that you don't maybe want to lend behind that. Um, So I I thought, well, I'll go back to the seller and see if he'll loan me the money, essentially. So we renegotiated the sum now, some later. So, and then I owner financed this house and I have a, it had solar panels, which brought an interesting layer to the picture. And I have um, a couple who's living there right now and a fantastic couple. they really wanted the house early on, but it took them a few months to get to the house. Ended up, they, were, they ended up being the ones who bought it. Um, a couple of other buyers fell through in the meantime. So just kind of neat how we got back to them. And I'm cash flowing $1,300 a month on that house now. Nice. So it, it basically, part time, right? <laughs> yeah, I think, and I'm not doing really any work. I send out the monthly mortgage statement. So
0: yeah, yeah, which so, I pay my kids to do. <laughs> oh, lovely! So you're providing some opportunities for your kids to learn this yeah. business, and that's exciting. Have yeah. a in it. What great homeschool opportunity yes. for them! <laughs> that is so fantastic. So full time homeschooling buying houses. And then your most recent deal that you did was in Chicago, I believe. Yeah, this one was a condo in Chicago. And I actually
1: purchased this one in January. So it's kind of a long tail play on this one, but it was a monster deal. So um, so we, we, we move forward with it. And um, the people rented back for me for six months. I would not recommend that. I'm pretty sure brad did not recommend that either but by the time i asked him it was too late the only way i could get the deal is if i said yes to that so somehow we made it through that um in chicago which would not recommend renting in chicago but um they they eventually moved out and um that was in july so we had to do some creative things to get them to move out in fact one of the things this was a um a sub two deal and a some now, some later. Uh, somehow I kept getting hybrid deals. This is another one where I came out of pocket only $10,000 on this one. So, which was, I had to get deals like this because I didn't have any money. So I, I think it was necessity required me to really work the script. because I, I just couldn't come up with, I probably could have gotten a lender, but I, I couldn't conceive of how I would do it. So I just knew I had to get a low out of pocket. So um. Yeah, I got $10,000 walk away on this and then um I did this one sub 2 as well and um then they rented back for me and interestingly enough real estate lightning struck. <laughs> I did the loan did get called due on this one. Was it wasn't I mean, the end of the world. It wasn't the end of the world. It, in fact, I had two people say, "Oh, I'll, I'll lend on that. No big deal." So it I was so afraid, but you know, Brad even talks about it's the equivalent of um, lightning strike in real estate. But you know, we get through it. We just get a lender, and you get through it. And that's exactly what happened. I lost sleep over that needlessly. Um, I had all the support I needed. In fact, a person within our group was willing to loan to me, and then a friend who I was I went to lunch with just um, serendipitously that that week. And I told her I was kind of dealing with this stressful situation, but. I was telling myself, oh, I'm just going to get somebody to loan on it and then they'll make some money too. And I was kind of talking in parables and she's like, wait, wait, how much money do you need? <laughs> and I said, well, I need $25,000. And she's like, Dan, I have $25,000 just
0: sitting in a checking account, making no money. I'll lend to you. So it's a great anyways. opportunity. I mean, and we've we've had, you know, I just love to see the opportunities for, for women that are moms. And I mean, that's a great opportunity too, is, is lending. So...
1: Yeah, in fact, both of my lenders were homeschool moms right. who are friends that I honestly didn't know had money. So, so nice. I'm always I've learned from that that I always talk about the opportunity for someone to kind of silently partner and also make money with no work, and that's intriguing to people. So that's helpful for getting lenders lined up. But yeah, so she lent on that deal that got me through the loan being called, and um, then the folks in the house um, we we're having trouble getting them to move out, but. In the process, it ended up being really great. It, it was a it was a better situation because I owed them twenty five thousand dollars, and I had to learn the financial calculator to figure out the future value if I were to discount that money fifty percent to them or thirty percent to them. What would that number be? And they needed cash, and I and I got out the financial calculator and I said, well, considering the future value of money, and I'm saying these things like making it till I make it again. I, I kind of knew what I was talking about. And I calculated it up and I said, a 50% discount I could give you cash up front. And that was $8,500. And they were like, we'll take it. So I shorted that note, like almost $15,000. And they were happy and it got them out. I paid their movers. Um, That increased my equity position on the house by $15,000. And then moved them out. And then we did a remote rehab on that. That was my first... Like I never saw the condo. I live eight hours away. I could have driven there. I didn't. Um, so we did complete remote rehab. I found somebody on Facebook who became like a partner with me in that process, and and his wife. And it just was a great. They they're willing to travel for me for other deals um, to go work as well. So that was a great connection we made there. And anyways, got that one on the on the market, and it kind of was bumpy. You know, the first buyer backed out, so I had to do it again, but it's fine. We made it through and um, we just closed on that last week. So I just got a pretty big sizable payday. Um, I got wired $110,000. And while not all of that was profit, most of it was. So
0: you go wire in your bank for $110,000. And Uh, that is true. (laughs) (laughs) You shorted the note. (laughs) I mean that's fantastic, Jen. That's so exciting. So I I feel like in my three deals, I've
1: learned all sorts of things. You know, I've had all a lot of opportunity to learn. Um, The good Lord gave me a variety of um, types of deals here. So Ah, I've learned a lot.
0: He's good like that. So yep, awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Very cool. So. Now you are kind of helping others on their journeys as well. I know that that's been kind of a a fun thing for you. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just I love hearing how you're able to do this part time while still being a mom, still being at home. And yeah, that's just super encouraging. So I was just I'm wondering what advice would you give other moms that, you know, they want something that they can help contribute to their family's finances, that they're just not sure? Like, what advice would you give? You know,
1: that's an interesting question because I, I'm in a lot of moms groups on Facebook, as I'm sure a lot of other people are. And I, I often see posts of people, good-willed, good-natured <clears throat> moms saying, we really need more income. I need to do something on the side. And a few times I would say, hey, can I send you a message? And I would tell them about what I'm doing. And, you know it's just, if you're, if you're already to the point where you're listening to this and you're kind of exploring this, you're probably the right person for this. Because, um, when I share with just like other people outside of this, this group, um, not everybody can catch the vision for it. So it must take a special person to think, to believe that I could do this, that the opportunity exists. Um, that I I could manage it. Um and, and if you're listening to this and you're exploring this topic, you're probably that person because not everybody um not everybody sees the opportunity. Not everyone has the willingness to go get it. I mean it was hard, but um a lot most of us moms have the grit and the determination and resourcefulness. And you know, I didn't have money. It's not like I came into this and said, well I've got a bunch of money in the bank. Um but I believed what everybody was telling me that it was possible and I had people in the group um who were kind of like ahead of me say well this is what I've done and that helps strengthen my belief and so I really like to beat out for other people um I had a credit card with eight thousand dollars left on it to spend when I started I'm like well that's my ad budget and I need to get a payday really quickly and um I don't discount for one second that God was involved in that and his provision in our lives but um I'm really grateful for the program because it gave me the pathway to do it, and I just followed it um, exactly. I don't normally do that in life. I'm always reinventing the wheel, (laughs) Uh, but I decided this is working for everyone else as prescribed, so I did that. So I would say, follow the program exactly. Um, Don't think you know better yet. You might know better later, but for right now, you don't know better. (laughs) Follow having, the script, follow the program, and if you're if you're intrigued by this, you're probably the right person for this.
0: <laughs> having the community, I think, is is such a huge piece. You know, just seeing others yeah. that are, are doing this, and yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing different about any of us that somebody can't come in and follow the same process and have success. So. <clears throat> In the group, we definitely have community. There's opportunities
1: to connect with people through Facebook. And when I started, a couple people sent me Facebook messages. And I was like, oh, we're going to be Facebook message buddies. So I would message back. And I started doing that with other people. And at first, I was like, oh, okay, this is how our community is built. okay, So I caught on to that and made a lot of friends in the chat section Mm -hmm. and then in the comment section. And then we would meet on Zoom calls. The women's call has been really fun um getting to talk just about the unique aspects of women doing this. You know, you brought up the contractor and um, you know, motherhood, but one of our more recent topics was, you know, how it has kind of changed our roles in marriage, you know, that if we're doing this business together, you know, we've parented together. Um, we've, you know, had our life together, but we haven't always run a business together. And so nuances there and It just is a lot of community and um, new relationships have been built and are growing in our group.
0: And I'm grateful for that. Definitely, definitely. And so you said your husband is starting to come on board to work with you together. So uh, I, I remember the early days of Brad and I working together. Of course, he was already in the business and then I came into it. And it, you know, we've definitely had our rocky moments where I'm detail oriented, he's big picture. But once you really are able to merge the strengths together, and it's just, it's been such a blessing to work with my spouse. So I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really. And excited. in the beginning, for us, it, it even looked like he's cooking dinner yeah, exactly. while I'm on
1: the phone with the title company <laughs> or taking leads. <laughs> Yes, But over the over the last 18 months, it's it's he's definitely more doing the business with me now. So
0: I do feel like in a lot of ways it strengthens marriages because you learn how to work together on something and get excited about something together. And of course, you know, just like with anything in life, go through the ups and downs of dealing with this deal. But once you hit the finish line, it's like, all right, you know, we did this together, tag team, we made it work and we had hard moments. And, you know, so in a lot of ways, I'm really excited and encouraged to see how it strengthens marriages even more than they already are you yeah. know so yeah and
1: yeah. if you have to be intentional though because it couldn't it could be difficult if you aren't thoughtful about you know conversations with each other and how are we going to do this but um if you're committed to making that work i think some you'll, conflict, you'll get through
0: it together. Resolution. that we have learned how to resolve conflict, and we still do. You know, we have like a process for how we, of course, Brad and his scripts and everything. You know, I was going to say we need a script for that. No. Script. <laughs> Maybe Brad and I will walk through that on on another video call. But yeah, just how we. You know, I mean, we have had Rebecca who's helped in that area absolutely, so. and she's definitely mm-hmm. a, been a big part in helping us resolve conflict. So yeah, it's. It's a great thing. So anything
1: yeah. else you want to share? I don't think so. I'm looking forward to start buying houses again. I have some, like I mentioned, some infrastructure in place in my life. My my kids go to um, a private school two days a week so that I can work and then still homeschool. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm ready to grow the business now beyond where it was in the last year. So I'm really looking forward to hitting that seven-figure club next.
0: Super exciting! Yeah, hey, seven figure club. I'm super. I'm super excited for you, and thanks for sharing your journey. And we'll. I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you, Casey. Thanks, Jen. <laughs>